0: Welcome, welcome, welcome podcast listeners to our 10th episode of a Real Stories Podcast with Graham and Brian, where we tell the story of, well, Wyandotte County, Northern Ohio and the world through the lens of things that we hear about along
1: the way. Right, Brian? Through the lens of just about anybody that's willing to tell the story, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't realize this was our 10th episode. That, that means it, we may better make this one a good one.
0: It better be a good one. Uh, and I think it's going to be because we have. I think so too. A super cool dude from Wyandotte County. I don't even know if he's born in Wyandotte County. We're going to find out. We'll find out. Um, and uh, But the guy's name is Rob Gagnon, and he is fantastic. Awesome dude, super kind, philanthropic, very successful, has traveled the world and and b- not only traveled the world as like a tourist but he's lived around the world yeah
1: he's a he's a really fascinating guy i had a chance to uh sit down and talk with him for a while and i i think everybody's gonna enjoy his story
0: uh we did get our first donation to the website we did um uh, this yeah. past couple weeks and we super appreciate it um uh, hats off to you you know who you are out there and we thank you yeah and uh we will definitely put it to good use with some uh soundproofing and maybe some t-shirts or something. Yeah, we're going to invest it back into this little uh, thing that we have going. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of this little thing, Brian and I cannot say it enough that we appreciate all of you for listening. We are trying to tell the story of our little part of the world in a way that maybe is interesting and entertaining, but also that archives the stories of real people in real places at, at our, in our time and in times before we will continue in our next season, uh, doing the same thing, sort of, uh, some historical narratives where we tell some local stories that we know, but also some interviews with people so we can get their stories. Uh, please keep listening. We will be back in the fall with some more great episodes. Uh, as for now, Uh, I hope that everyone enjoys this week's real story of Rob Gagnon. So we are joined today by
1: Rob Gagnon.
0: (laughs) Rob (laughs) Gagnon. This guy owns multiple homes. He
1: has multiple homes, multiple cars. He has
0: beautiful vehicles. He
1: does have beautiful, beautiful clothes.
0: He wears beautiful clothing. (laughs) All of the greatest things that man could Uh, want, uh, Rob has. But Rob, Rob, you are a great guy. We're glad to have you on today. And, um, you know, Rob's a little nervous. He's never been on. <laughs> you, you <know. laughs> uh, but no uh so just to talk to rob about his life because you've lived i you know i know no one thinks this about themselves but you know from an outsider's perspective from me I, you've lived a cool life oh yeah uh, and i think i've lived a cool life and lots of people have but you i think have a unique thing that you've done at least from yeah. anybody he's, i know he's
1: kind of unique in that he has a a great backstory because his family is is east coast and and kind of moved into the Wyandotte County area at, at yeah. some point. So there's that story that's really fascinating. And then there's also the the Rob that grew up in Upper Sandusky, had friends in Upper Sandusky, and, that, and yet decided to just make the big step to the big city. And, you, okay, succeeded. So, so
0: you grew up in Upper. I did. Um, and I did. you went to, where'd you go to elementary school? St. Peter's. Oh, Saint I see. St. Peter's. I see. And
2: at St. Peter's, they used to have a... Um, a catwalk in yeah. the gymnasium uh-huh. and uh i went uh i went back to give a tour to go through one of the tours a couple of years ago and blake england was taking oh, yeah. me through and we got to the stage and he didn't know that there was a catwalk i'm like dude we used <laughs> to sneak up here and we'd steal food out of the um out of the cafeteria there was a cafeteria in the gym and uh <laughs> Me and Becky Kinley, Becky Howard, Becky Howard, yeah, <laughs> would um, grab food and then we'd go up and sit on the catwalk in the ha- gym. hang out in the, on uh, the stage. Out. Yeah, yeah. So hold on, kind of dangerous.
3: So just,
0: just for, for the record, so you're going to hell is what yes. you're
3: saying. Yes. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, for sure.
0: I
3: don't
1: right. think like gymnasium is, is, uh, is a mortal sin though. I, no. I think, I think, it, I think you'll be all right.
2: Well, a little time in purgatory. <laughs> yeah. It's hot in here. Do you think if it I open hot. these windows, it'll yeah, be think, better? I think right. so. Yeah. Yeah
0: yeah so okay sweet so st pete's st pete's
1: let's let's uh let, let's start at the beginning here okay so rob we're you were born here in upper Sandusky, right yeah okay Windup memorial one memorial mm-hmm. and uh who who delivered you do- what doctor dr brown dr Love joseph dr. brown, brown. Yeah. great guy yeah. yeah dr brown's uh do you know who dr brown's college roommate was
2: I do not. It was
1: was Chuck Knoll, head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Really? (laughs) I did not know that. Unless he was lying to me, but I I knew Dr. Brown pretty well, and he never lied. Yeah. Yeah. He
0: was Uh, a good guy. Yeah, Dr. Brown was a cool dude. I mean, he delivered so many people in Wyandotte County. Sure. He,
2: um, when I was living in California, I came back, um, I don't know, maybe it must have been like 10, 15 years ago, and I came back and I went to church with my mom, St. Pete's, Good Catholic boy. And I was walking out of church, and he was standing in the back. It was right before, maybe a year or two before he passed away. And he's like, Robbie, you're home. Welcome back. And he just gave me this huge bear hug. I was like, you're home better. See, this
1: is always home. Yeah,
2: I love him. Yeah, yeah, Great he was a guy. wonderful, wonderful, wonderful man. Good yeah. human being.
0: Yeah. yeah, he was. Yeah. Uh, okay, so then, you, so so you're born here. You go to St. Pete's. Yeah. Steal some stuff and get
1: yeah. into some trouble. Where, yeah. where
2: were your, you a good kid? Where did your yeah. family?
0: You were a good kid.
1: Where was the family? Where was the family home?
2: Uh, when I was at St. Pete's, yeah, it was on Baker Court. Baker Court. Oh, okay. okay. So we had Leonard's, Elkert's. Yep. Quinn's, and. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Cool. You're on that back street, that yeah. second street. Second there. street. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Cool. Yeah. I used to drink, uh, old Milwaukee lights with Scott Elker when he lived there. Cause <laughs> you were telling me his parents lived there. Yeah, and he well, he's probably he's a, a year okay. younger
2: than me, and we we all grew up together. Okay, and they, there was in front of our house and behind their house was an empty lot, and that's where we used to play wiffle ball. Uh,
0: hmm. Brian and I actually lived for a brief moment in the house right behind on Warpole Street. Yep. behind you. Really? Yeah.
1: Nope that oh. was our that was the last uh, like unmarried bachelor, our bachelor the, band, yeah, yeah last un, un, unmarried bachelor home that. And then we got and married. I yeah,
0: yeah. So uh, okay, yeah. cool. So Baker Court, and then St. Pete's, and then I'm assuming St. Pete's went through sixth. Then nope, okay. eighth grade. It I did was, go through. I eight. was
2: the last class of eighth grade there. Okay. okay. What? Oh, and there were I want to say eight of us. Okay. In your class, so yeah. people have okay. been did Pete, a lot of people chose to go yep.
0: a little earlier, and yep. it just wasn't worth it anymore.
2: Yep. And I have a twin brother, and he left. In seventh grade, he went down to play football. Yep. And then I stayed, and that was, we were the last eighth grade class.
0: Your twin brother, Rick (laughs) Gagdon. I mean, that's a whole thing. You know, we we haven't even, I I hadn't even really thought about just talking to you about what it means (laughs) to be a twin. He's the best. I love him. He's such a good dude. I love him. He was. He was probably the, f- the, the his, I don't know if I've ever told him this, but he was probably the history teacher that made me want to get into history. Get into history. Yeah.
1: yeah. He, he was the first like. Cool and, dude. Yeah. And, like and, I, and taught I, history. And, I mean, yeah. we had plenty of teachers that were good. Don't get me wrong, but he was the first like young, cool guy that, mm-hmm. that I had as a teacher and he was a history teacher and it was his second year, I believe was, was the year I had him of teaching. And it was just fun to have somebody that kind of understood you at a, at a middle teenage year. He level. was. He,
0: he, he was the first teacher that ever talked to me like I, he underst- He was like, I'm a human. You know, yeah. oh, uh, we're just two humans in the universe. And he'd also kind of cuss at you if you did stupid <laughs> stuff. So that was good. Like,
1: yeah. He was you know, good junior dude. high kids he need a good that. Dude. He, um,
2: he was actually recruited. He played football at Otterbein. yeah you both both went went you played tennis i did yeah i did so he was recruited for football i was recruited for tennis
0: oh studs we both played twin studs were you guys real competitive as kids
2: we kind of hated each other yep Mm, we did that's twins because we were forced together you know we wear the same outfits and shit but the minute (laughs) literally the day we moved into uh school into otterbein um, he walked over to my dorm cause we weren't together and he's like, will you help me unpack? Will you help, <laughs> help me set up my room? And I was like, yeah. And then we, from then on, we've been, you're good. Best w- friends. Once you
0: didn't have to be together, exactly. you exactly. chose to be together. That's cool.
2: Yeah. And he named his son after me. So, I mean, what better compliment in life is there than that? So true.
0: That's good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's a good dude. Yeah. Okay. So you, you, we got to head to Otterbein, but how was high school for you? Were you like, uh, so you were like an athlete and. Mm. No, but you played
2: tennis? I, I did play tennis and I played um, at junior in junior high. I played football. Okay.
3: All right.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> stop uh, there. Yeah. It went about
3: that well for me too. Um, <laughs> what else
0: did you do? Were you on student council or anything like yeah, that? I was like student that? council
3: president. Yeah. I
2: was, I can't remember. I was either president or vice president of our class okay i can't can't, can't So, but
0: you were up there yeah you were a ranking official i was
2: a ranking i was (laughs) yes
1: and that was a class of what year
2: 83 best you can be 83 83 best you can be get drunk and be somebody (laughs) oh nice (laughs) that was our motto oh that's great Uh, what
0: was your class song do you remember it's a a deep cut Uh, no idea
1: Were, were you voted most likely to anything in high school
2: actually i know this because i we were just. I had met with some friends last weekend, and we were going through it. And I was class flirt. Nice, me too. I was I'm, class flirt. I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> I was. That was before they knew that's what it was. And they're just like this guy's
3: really flirtatious. <laughs> He's very friendly. I'm super friendly. <laughs> <laughs> safe date.
2: Colorful um, fellow that. Rock <laughs> um, class flirt, best dress, safe date, and that was something else. I don't know. Yeah, three of them most likely to. Know. Know. I don't know. Be a badass. Decorate your yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
0: Nice. Okay. Cool. So and then yeah. you, so you graduated. Um, you go to Otterbine.
2: Went to Otterbine. Loved it. Had a blast. Had an absolute blast.
0: Was it dry there when you were there? I think it might well, still be, but
2: it was the um, town was. Yeah. And the campus was. My room wasn't. But got
0: you. You could you could go outside of Westerville, yeah. grab something, and bring it back. You weren't supposed to. Go to yeah. yeah. Tony Trina went to Otterbine and. I went there several times and had a blast oh, yeah. every time I went. Oh yeah, we Ryan school. Ballard, his, his mm-hmm. buddy, they played golf and we, they had a ton of fun at Otterbein. Man,
2: it's it was a good school. We uh, lifelong friends. Yeah, cool. Actually, I just spent the day at the pool with three of my college friends. Oh,
0: nice. Yeah. So, so are these guys? You want to you want a name drop
2: or anything? No. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, are these guys that you? When when you and I spoke, you had mentioned that you started a fraternity. I did. Are these guys that were in the fraternity with you?
2: Some of them were. Yeah.
1: Okay, so yeah. so tell us Hold a little on. bit about you how you started
0: went. a fraternity. Well, re rechartered, reconstituted. Wait, it, wait, it, wait, wait. Was it Lambda Lambda Lambda? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um,
2: it had it had been kicked off campus. Oh. Uh, Nice. Probably five, five or ten years before we were it was there. kicked off. Kicked off. Yeah, because had some of parties too many and okay. hazing and all that yeah. stuff.
0: So, um, <laughs> I feel like in the eighties, to get kicked off campus was, was a real thing. Yeah. Nowadays, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. can get kicked off pretty easy. Nah. But yeah, you really have
1: to hurt somebody.
2: I bet. What mm-hmm. was the what? What is the fraternity? Um, lambda Gamma Epsilon. Oh, cool. Nice. And we there was about mm, eight of us that got together and formed it. And I'm proud to say almost 40 years, it's still going strong. Oh. I I was given an award from Otterbein a couple of years ago and the whole fraternity showed up. Oh, and that's and cool. I was like, I don't know any of these people. Like, so, what are they? Yeah. Know, what it a, was the current class, but my I, my picture's on the wall. What Where's award was this? Uh, Trent uh, Setter Award.
1: For a distinguished alumni?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You're yeah. the godfather of that
2: <laughs> yeah. fraternity. I am. Yes.
1: Yeah, it was did... a blast. We had, we did- Is your picture on the wall like above the fireplace? Yeah, mm. it is. is. Is it really? No way. It's... Are I'm you serious? serious? God. Oh my God, that's is a it like, that's Is it a our... group
2: picture or just you? There's a group. There's okay. the group of the original. Fair yeah. Enough. And All I right. was down there a couple years ago, and I just wanted to stop in, and I stopped in, and they were having a pledge class. And I grabbed the president and, you know, I said, Hi, you know, who's this weirdo? And yeah, right. You know, I was like, uh, you know, that's me on the wall. And they were like, oh, my God, the pledge class is here. Let's go get them. So they had the pledge class come in and they were like, guess who this guy is? And I nice. was like, say his name. godfather. Oh, man, that's awesome. Right. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah. So if you're ever at Otterbein, check it out.
0: I yeah. did Google stalk you a little. And uh, you, you also, I thought, did I see that you had four minors? Yes. Okay.
2: So, what did you what did you major in? I majored in business and home economics because they didn't have fashion as a major. Really? So it was under the home and home economics. So I had two majors and four minors: economics, marketing, tailoring. Nice. So I can yep. make a suit and draping, which <sighs> draping draping a, yeah. is a a lost art. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's a lost art.
1: Did you take? Did you tell me that you took cloak making? at no. one point okay no. No. <laughs> that'd be cool though I, yeah, yeah i think i said that to jordan at one point and she was like i want a cloak so. <laughs> i want some drapes i mean yeah. i do not take any of this stuff. Yeah. but it,
3: it's a
2: it's an art that's it's kind of gone you take a, a, sure. a just a huge piece of fabric and you can fold it you know pin it tuck it into a dress you can tie it up i mean there's wonderful things you can do with it but it it, it certainly I thought it was a big joke when I took it, but um, certainly has helped me. Well, me well very. Well, yeah. So I had a well, great. I, com- I had a great advisor who, when I was taking my classes, said, "Hey, if you take, you know, these three electives, you can double up on your majors and you can double up on your minors." And I was like, "But do I want to do that? Do I need to do that?" <laughs> yeah. She was like, "Yes, you do. Trust me, do it." And
1: nice. Do it. Take take draping was that a <laughs> it,
2: um, was it just
0: otterbine didn't have fashion or was there not a lot of places that I it, there wasn't
1: a there, lot of fashion merchandising no. at the time
2: yeah, yeah. no and none actually none at all but so yeah. so
1: was there fashion merchandising though at like art schools in the cities like like in probably. New York was there yeah I okay. probably
2: could have gone to Parsons or or NYC mm-hmm. or NYU but yeah
0: but you didn't. You went to Otterbein, played some play tennis. tennis. You were on the uh, championship team. You're on the wall of champions down there. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. Uh, there is. There's a picture of that tennis team, and it's on the wall of champions. I saw it down there. <laughs> I, do have, uh,
2: <laughs> I do have an O card, which is I can get into free all um, Otterbine. Uh, events for the rest of my life which oh, i will really? never use but
3: yeah
0: you might go to something sometime somebody you know. I Here's, like,
2: let me save 250 yeah. <laughs> here you go get into this laminated game. it's laminated it, it, nice. it only
1: costs like ten thousand dollars in alumni fees to get that two dollars and fifty cent oh, admission
0: huh God. so you graduated from otterbein when 87 87 and okay, started working. Then what? Uh,
2: then I started working for um, the limited group, which I hated when I was oh, going really? to college because, you know, being in Westerville, which is adjacent to Columbus, all you talked about was Les Wexner and yeah, you know, all that. Yep. And it was just like, uh, I'd done so many papers on him. I was like, this is gross. <laughs> um But then they kind of recruited me, and I liked the person I interviewed with. And then I was like, okay yeah and then i started there and kind of worked my way up and and you kind so, of saw why so all what they did talked you...
1: about was les wexner
2: yeah because <laughs> yeah, knew what he was doing what so what did you do there what was your well my first job was assistant manager <laughs> at the express store at northland cool oh. yeah which northland at one point was a that was a great mall yeah. it was early 90s yeah. it was still yeah. doing well now it's I don't well know, I it, it so. went the way of all the malls yeah i just saw polaris
0: filed for bankruptcy did they really <laughs> yeah and i don't know if it's just a restructuring thing could be
2: but still i mean it's everybody yeah. all the
0: malls are struggling yeah uh so you started in the
2: store started in the stores which was a great experience although i absolutely hated it um <laughs> but it was fun and and, and then, you were 22 and 23 who cares right yeah yeah, yeah. work in retail yeah. yeah yeah um had a lot of fun had a lot of fun yeah and, um
0: <laughs> It, it, yeah. <laughs> so uh, so you worked, I'm assuming that it's right there off 270, yeah. the limited brands. Yeah. That's it, right? Like you yeah. eventually worked there. Yep. And worked for The Gap.
2: No, no. I worked for Express and oh. then I worked for um, Victoria's Secret. I knew you got to Victoria's yeah. Secret yeah. Yeah. eventually. So, and
1: I, how are those brands different if it's all owned by the limited?
2: Parent well, they, company. They catered to different markets. Yeah. Okay. So, it, you know, when I was there, we're going back a long way, but there was the Limited, mm-hmm. which was more of a where to work, I would say older, but like 30s crowd. And more then mature. There was, yeah. And then yeah. there was Express, which was much more junior and young and hip and fun and colorful. And, you know, then they branched off and did Express Men, mm-hmm. which I was a part of. And then they did. You were, because I love
0: Express. Yeah. And then they oh, turned it into, that's into nice structure. Stuff. That's my jam. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it,
2: well, then they turned it into structure, and then uh, structure. And then it reverted back to. And then they sold it off, and then it became. And Express
0: you were Man. doing, so like, what's your title at at uh, when you're there at
2: the limited? Um. Well, when I was in the stores, I was assistant manager, manager. Yep. Store manager. Blah blah blah. And then when I went into the home office, I did planning. Okay. Which you determine how many things you're going to buy. Gotcha. And then my boss at the time um, was in New York and she was like, Uh, oh, why don't you come to New York? And so I was there a year and they moved me to New York and, and the rest. Scary as shit. Oh, but I man. went. It was <laughs> Okay. Awesome so what though. year did you move to New York? 90. Oh, I think man. 90.
0: 90. New, it New York.
2: Up. was a blast. I've uh, but when I, scary
0: when but the last time I was in New York I was like New York's obviously Love. Uh, amazing yeah yep. but I was like man I bet it was super cool yeah before it's almost kind of like cleaned up and touristy now in it's, a way a it's, it's very nice yeah. 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 It, and you know there's, i just remember in the 90s it it, it was still cool yeah. and awesome in some places but then also kind of CD the old cd stuff yeah. was still there and there's I, no
1: there's no hookers up in the up in midtown anymore, not anymore. Yeah. well at least, at least not low-end <laughs> hookers
2: <laughs> well we i i went to new york um when i was 16 i think my i have a cousin older cousin who lives there and her father my uncle um is this straight-laced dude he's from france i love him to death um he calls me robbie darling
3: he's oh great. my god i mean awesome. i'm, I'm <laughs> robbie 55 darling. and he still called <laughs> like, i talked darling. to him the other day he's like
2: robbie darling how are you that's like oh, yes that's but awesome he um i i went to new york and saw my cousin i was 16. she took me to tortilla flats which is no longer there but it was like a mexican where they had huge pictures of margaritas and it was a blast Got me drunk and then we went to the palladium with my uncle mm-hmm. i'm 16 we went to the palladium and it <laughs> oh. was i was in heaven of oh, course I'm it's sure. like yeah great disco music and you know i'd dance my ass off but i remember my uncle was very worried about taking me which i don't know why he would take anyway yeah he should he, have been worried about taking he, yeah, you yeah <laughs> yeah so he was there my cousin obviously and, and him and and at one point i had to pee and I said, "Oh, I'm gonna go to the bathroom," and he's like, "Mm, "I'm going with you," and I'm like, "Mm, "No, you're not." (laughs) And so he stood outside of the door. So I go into the bathroom, go to the urinal, pee, and all of a sudden, two women come out of the stall. Yeah. And I'm like, I look down. I'm like, "Yeah, I'm in." It's it's a a urinal, urinal, so I'm in the right (laughs) spot. And I'm like, "This is freaky." So anyway, they leave, and then all of a sudden, guess who comes out of the. Um, The other, the same stall, was um, Rick James. Remember Rick what? James? <laughs> and he was. I'm Rick James. <laughs> white <Gagnon>. stuff. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> white stuff off of his nose and. <laughs> no wait, did you
0: seriously see him? Oh, dribble white stuff off. The... Oh my god, that's awesome. Because you was, know, was I was, dunking,
2: I was starting to wash my hands, and he comes out, and I'm like. Oh my God, Rick James. That's Rick James. That's Rick James. And then you knew why your (laughs)
0: uncle needed to protect Robbie Darling in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, Uh, yeah. Oh man, cool.
2: Yeah, so it was fun. Uh, uh, New York's great.
0: Yeah, Um, so how long did you live in New York?
2: I think 15, 16 years. Okay. Long time. Oh, through 9-11? Yeah. Saw it. Saw it all. It was a weird day. Oh yeah, of course. And yeah. you know what's what's strange about that is we my partner at the time and I had gone on vacation. I believe it was the Labor Day weekend. Oh yeah. And I think Monday was Labor Day and then Tuesday was 9/11. Yep. Cuz it was late that year and we had gone away for vacation and we when we were coming back we were laughing because none of the security, I mean, it was a joke. Like yeah. it just was an absolute joke. Like we were making fun of it actually. And Tuesday I drove into work and boom, it all happened. It was awful. You,
0: wait, were you working in downtown mm-hmm. Manhattan? When I was in what? the grace
2: building, which looks like a ski slope. It's right. near yeah. Bryant park 42nd street 42nd. Yeah. And I was, we, I had an office on the fifth floor and an office on the 25th floor both <sighs> in, in that building. And I was in a meeting and it was right when cell phones yeah had come out they they hadn't been out a long time no yeah. the iphone wasn't out yet no yeah. no 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 and you might have had a star attack well this guy <laughs> was in my this, this jerk was in my meeting <laughs> and i'm conducting his meeting and he's like look you know he took a phone call and i'm like dude no that's rude no yeah so, and he goes it's my wife i have to and i'm like no you don't sit down and he's like i do and he got up and left yeah, she doesn't I call f- me Yeah. right <laughs> yeah. of course i felt like crap but he's like something just happened downtown and then we went to the windows and you, you could, could see it. it you could see it it was horrible absolutely oh. horrible And my partner was in the subway we lived in brooklyn heights at the time and he was in the subway and they got to the world trade center and they wouldn't open the doors because there was so much pressure. Yeah. And then they just took, took off. off. Yeah. And they didn't stop. Like, you know, there's lots yeah, of stops. Well, Obviously, you would know that. Mm-hmm. Lots of stops. And they didn't stop till like 57th or 65th. Oh. Like so they hindsight,
0: the... very good. Yeah. They just
2: got, they got everybody out of decision. the city. Yeah. 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 That's great transit safety <laughs> measures. Yeah. Well, that's in they,
1: place. You know, that, that's what happens when there's uh, people in charge that are. Good great protocols. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But it was (sighs) it was freaky because you couldn't call anybody. You couldn't talk to I couldn't. The cell phones, everything was overwhelmed. Nobody. Nobody. It was
1: so you live you lived in Brooklyn Heights, which is twenty minutes from downtown if you're on a normal traffic or average traffic day.
2: Brooklyn Heights is if if you're at the tip of Manhattan, it's right across the river and okay. in Brooklyn. So it's literally yep. once you go across the Brooklyn it's Bridge it's right the, there. It's right there. It's right okay. there.
1: It's the first stop on uh like the 5? Th- no. No.
2: Uh like the th- 3 or 4. Is it 3 or 4? No. 2 3, oh, 2 maybe. 3. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, wait. What were we were, are we talking about but, something? But if you drew if you yeah. drew a triangle from the um Statue of Liberty to downtown to brooklyn Heights, yeah it it's right there you're, okay. not, you're not
1: far from uh like williamsburg yeah. in brooklyn
2: how uh,
0: i don't want to dwell on it but i'm interested in it how long what time did you get home that night
2: um well i drove to work because yep i always did i don't know i, I
3: yeah i'm in ohio because you could like you're in ohio yeah. like <laughs> and um
2: it took me 10 minutes to get to work and it took me six and a half hours to get home yeah and when i was driving home um, we had to go all the way uptown and then cross and then come all the way downtown all the way up and, to the Triborough? Yeah. Oh yeah. boy. And then when when I got home, I remember pulling into the parking lot and you know, you're kind of in shock. Oh yeah. And I, my foot was, su- had such a cramp. I couldn't walk. And I'm like, why in God's name is this? And it's because I had my foot on the brake because like for 6 hours. Yeah. Because you're you're not going fast. You're, you're just just up. sitting there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was it was awful. But I I um <laughs> the that was on a Tuesday, Wednesday, um this is why I loved working for Victoria's Secret. Wednesday, we get to the office. They pulled all the executives together and um it's going to make me cry, but they they said we have I think at the time 8 private planes we will go around the world and collect all of your family members that are around the world that want to come home. We just need the address where they're at and then the airport and we will go get them. That's wow. awesome. And my niece was in Provence studying. She had just she got there on the 10th and then the obviously 11th happened. And I called her and I was like, "Do you want to come home?" She's like, "No, I'm not coming home." I'm like, "I can get you home." Yeah. She's like, "No." But but that was on and so then that's Wednesday. Thursday was uh I forget, I think it was like a day of
3: I don't know. Was that supposed to go to church? Oh, everybody okay. went, there was a was it, a national day of mourning or something like that? Something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah.
2: And I was just pissed off. I didn't oh, I yeah. was like, nope, I'm not I can't do that. So I made cookies. Mm. I'm a good baker. Yeah. I made cookies, I mean like six dozen chocolate chip cookies, and I thought, well, I'll do something nice, I'll take them down to my fire department firehouse. And I was like, this is great because I don't have to talk to anybody. I don't have to see anybody. I can just Jump go in and say, that. here you go. Thanks and leave. Well, I get down there. There's not a soul down there uh, they're except all... a grandfather sitting in a lawn chair.
1: Some retiree. Mm-hmm.
2: And I walked in and I said, oh, you know, here I I made some cookies. I just felt like I wanted to do this. and And, you know. And he was like, "Oh, Sonny, come sit by me." Oh, nice! Shit, I didn't want to cry (laughs) today. Yeah, and then he just, you know, I mean, he couldn't have been any kinder. And you know, yeah. And then all of a sudden, then they came back, and you you saw the trucks and the
1: just uh, covered, yeah,
2: yeah. But we went, we volunteered, um, we volunteered. We went down to the Marriott, which was if if you know the topography or the geography down there. Trade Center One, Trade Center Two, and then there's a Marriott in front of it. Well, the half of that Marriott was, was blasted, mm-hmm, the, but the other half they kept for um, triage, and if they, you know, found things and all yeah, of that. So we would go down, we would work from two to five, um, three days a week, and just serve food and. Oh, man. but what was really cool Sublime
1: so basically yeah yeah
2: but we were told not to talk to anybody but i mean the, these huge firefighters are sitting there crying and you're like you're not supposed to talk to him so yeah. I, I was like f that i just went over and started hugging him but yeah. what 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 i thought was really cool was they in that Marriott, the all the walls were covered with signs from different schools all over the country Mm -hmm. you know st peter's the junior high wherever and they would make signs like we believe in you we're proud Mm -hmm. of you whatever and um every night that i was there i would write down three to four of them and then i would call the principal the next day when i got to the office and say by the way your sign was there and here's what it said and they're like no way and i was like yeah i'm down there i'm I saw it.: so Yeah, cool. It, ah. cool. it' was cool. It was cool.
0: I mean, that event, it's obviously maybe the most tragic thing probably we've lived through: um, Oh I certainly. Um, and
1: uh, I, I mean, at least the most worldwide, probably tragic thing. Yeah, but yeah. it was just maybe amazing COVID, but... how
0: kind, when it really comes down to it, yeah. how kind people are yeah. and well, how caring they are.
2: My, my best friend, he worked in, I want to say, Tower One. he worked he worked in tower one and in 94 it was bombed yeah yep there was an explosion in the garage and that was bin laden also he was there for that and he worked for deutsche bank and when this happened i i'd finally gotten hold of my partner and i was like okay meet me in my office and i was like oh i gotta find steven so i called of course you couldn't get through and i'm like oh i know he works for deutsche bank so I called London because he went back and forth to London a lot. So I'm like, I'll call London. Yeah. So I called London, called the Deutsche Bank, and <laughs> the poor woman who answered the phone, <laughs> I was like, my friend is in the towers. I want to know where he is and I want to talk to someone. She's like, sir, we're very busy. I go put me through to the president. And she's like, well, you know, sir, I can't. And I was like, now I want to. T-, and I just raised my voice and, <laughs> and she put me through and I talked to him. And I said, listen, and then I got all weepy and I was like, my friend is in the freaking tower and he was on a conference call. Where is he? Do you know anything? And he's like, let me take your name and number and I will call you back. And I was like, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, I'm sure. And he's like, no, I will call you back. And he did call me back and he said he was on a conference call and they were advised to leave the building. Nice. And so he's OK. And he's fine. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> he's, he's alive. <laughs> he's alive. <laughs> yeah, he's alive. Yeah. Well, the trauma, I mean,
0: the PTSD that has happened all with all anybody that was around there. Crazy.
2: But I, after that, um, I was about to get promoted. And before you get promoted, you had to have a mm, conference with Les Wexner. Okay. So one on one. So mine was scheduled. For two weeks after that, it had, already pre- had been previously scheduled. Yeah. So he called me and he's like, maybe a week after nine eleven, he's like, you know, you don't have to come out and see me. I get it. You know, don't you know if you don't? I was like, no, no, no. I'm. I'll go. I'm, yeah. I, I can do this. Let's do it. And I got on the plane at LaGuardia, and the captain, I'll never forget it, said, "It is mandatory on my flight that you buckle your seatbelt." And I was, I've flown all over the world. I'm like, what is, Uh, what are we doing here? Here we go. Why are we doing this? And he goes, because if you are a terrorist on my plane, I will turn the plane upside down. So if you're not a terrorist, you better be buckled in because you're going to, you're going to be on the ceiling. You're going to be hanging. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. But, um.
1: (laughs) That's how talented those pilots are. Yeah. So (laughs) I go, I mean,
2: with Les, he was great, came back. And I was (laughs) at Columbus airport. And, you know, you. Go through security. I was literally the only one in line. There was no one else there. Yeah. Really, nobody flew for nope. several days yeah. after. Nope. Yeah, And there were four people on my flight. Four. Whoa. So I go, I put my take my watch off, take my ring off, go through security, um, get to my gate. There's literally no one there. Yeah, literally, it's like apocalypse.
0: Oh, area. it was yeah.
2: so creepy. So I get on my phone. I call my partner and. I was like, this is so weird being here. And he's like, well, what time's your flight? And I looked down and I'm like, oh my God, I don't have my watch on. Oh my God, I left it in security. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh shit, I'll call you back. So I run all the way Not just any watch, right? Right. (laughs) It was a Rolex. Whatever. Anyway, I get back there and it was sitting there. It was just- Nobody had even come through.
0: (laughs) No, no. Man. But whatever. I remember how even just the skies at night, they They were were so clear. There were no, I mean- you know, living in upper Snesky, you can go out and look at the stars, but you're gonna see planes quite often. Yeah. And it was so weird that there was just nothing. Yeah, you know? well, and you know Up to
1: that point you could walk as a as a guest, as a sure, and just a family member, you could walk up to the gate and meet your f- people as they're coming off the gate too. Yeah, so. I mean
0: the whole uh you know rom com
2: movie scene where you chase <laughs> right. the girl to the yeah. airport That's can't like, even happen anymore. No, <laughs> no. yeah, you no. better get them before security. <laughs> right. Worked in the '90s, not so much since nine yeah. eleven. Yeah. Well, I remember uh, during that week, my mom was calling me like every day. How are you? How are, you? are you okay? And I would finally like she called like 3 or 4 times in a row and I was like I I just can't talk to you. I got to go. And I hung up the phone. And my sister calls me and she's like Mom's Mom's worried. Why in God's name are you hanging up on your mother? And I was like well first of all I didn't hang up on her. Second of all, <laughs> she keeps bugging me and she's like you idiot, you could have died. You're her son, you idiot. And it, it never that never crossed my mind because I was in it and I knew I wasn't in mortal yeah. danger at that point. But it was it was it was a crazy week. Oh, yeah. Crazy, crazy.
0: Uh, did you get the promotion? I did. Nice. <laughs> I did.
1: Okay, so then you went. You, you Well, you had a – did you have a relationship with Les Wexner at I some did. point? I yeah. did. I
2: did. I'm, I'm saddened by the all the events that have happened over the last couple of years because yeah. he was bigger than life, I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bigger than life, and especially someone like – I mean, I had a lot of meetings with him. I mm-hmm. presented to him many times. Um, knew, he knew you by name. He knew me by name. Yeah. If he walked in here today, he'd be like, "Hey, Rob." Yeah,
3: yeah. That's he a, might call
2: me Robbie, but
3: nice.
0: Do you, so I know that you you have that scholarship, and that actually the first time I was in your brother, <laughs> and then I knew that um that Janstone Burner would present mm-hmm. the Ricky Ticky Two and Robbie no nope. Robbie R- Robbie Dobby Do and Ricky Ticky Two scholarship. <laughs> yeah, and that was how I first and so then when I first knew you, I was like, "Oh, is it?" I know. Is it Robbie? And they're like,
2: it's Rob. <laughs> oh, like,
0: okay. But so do you go by Robbie
1: or no, it's just kind of, there's know. like
2: four people in the world that call me that. Okay.
3: But, one of them's Les Wexner. One of them is Les Wexner. Yeah. <laughs> but, That's pretty cool.
2: But it's funny when I, my grandmother um, was a big believer in libraries and was on a lot of boards and she was an incredible woman. And, um, when I decided to do a scholarship, I thought, oh, I'll do it after her. And then my mom's like, nobody knows who she is. And I was like, okay. And she's like, don't do not do something predictable. She's like, think outside of the box. And I was like, well, I don't, I mean, I don't know. But I wanted it from, from Rick and I. And she's, you know, our Robbie Dabby-Doo and Ricky Ticky too And she's like, oh, that's it. You got to do that. You got to <laughs> do that. And I was like, I, I don't care. Nice. Okay,
3: Yeah. So,
1: so, so you're the, you were gonna name it after your grandmother. What, what's your family lineage? Where where do you guys hail? Where does the Gagnon family hail from?
2: Uh, well, both of my parents are from Rhode Island. Okay. which If you haven't Ooh. been, it's the most beautiful state. It's beautiful. It's yeah. awesome. The world. Yeah. Just lovely. Yeah. So, lovely. And
0: they've kept that state for being located where it is. The way that they've kept it still. Yeah. Kind of classic. You know. Yeah. No huge cities. It's, it's a lot of people. per. I mean, I'm sure the population density is decent, but it's so beautiful and, like, wooded. Oh, it's it, gorgeous. It's still and a yeah, fishing beaches, community, but yeah. it has a lot of uh, influential people,
1: yeah. I think, is the probably the way to say it.
2: Yeah. The beaches are it, the, some of the – I've been all over the world, and they're some of the best beaches in the uh, world. I love it. I could be wrong, but did a –
0: did a guy get swallowed by a whale yes off the yeah. coast of cape, Rhode? Ro- cape it was cape, cape, cod. Cod. cape cod okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a, spit back out isn't yeah, that a out. biblical story jonah and the whale <laughs> i know it's oh, like whoa <laughs> so maybe that story i always say that like all those stories have some ounces of truth in them it's like sure. yeah. yeah so it's probably happened i was at a i
1: was I, I was on a whale watch in cape cod one time and i didn't get Eaten
0: by a whale? No. Well, but you're not. A, were you a in the water? Uh, no. Well, I was, well, I, I was uh, on a boat. I, I think that guy I also gonna... has um, been skydiving yes. and had his
2: chute not open, and he was in a plane crash. <laughs> yes. I mean, all at some count. point, you got to
1: you got to just punch the clock and yeah. Uh, I think just, just a keep going, ticket. man. You just keep going. Buy a lottery ticket. He's yeah, got nine lives. True. He just used them all. Yeah. So <laughs>
0: they so they lived in Rhode Island yep. and they up and they're French. French, La France? French.
1: For, yeah. Third we,
2: generation. Maybe. Uh, so your
1: grand, your great grandparents were the first
0: generation Americans, or your grandparents? Uh, great grandparents. Great grandparents. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, um, Br- Brian told me a story um, <laughs> about maybe it was Depression era. I, I yeah. feel like it was Depression era in Rhode Island. Yeah. Was that um, yeah. so? Your grandma and grandpa owned a shop. Maybe. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Get, my we,
2: my yeah. my grandfather owned a, a grocery store and he during the depression they nobody had any money but they had a little bit of money and if you've ever been to newport it's where all the mansions are and um she and her maid would dress up in her maid's outfits and every saturday um would Friday or Saturday would go to basically a garage sale behind the mansions. So the people who lived in the mansions didn't have money, but they still wanted to appear as they did. So they would basically send their maids. Put on airs. Yeah. Send their maids out to the streets, which is quite a distance from the homes. These homes are massive. Yeah, yeah. And they would sell some of their wares to make money so that they could have oh, yeah. a party. Or, Keep their lifestyle yeah, going. Yeah. yeah. So my my grandmother is, was a very smart woman. And she would dress up in her maid's clothes. And mm. they would go basically high-end garage selling. Yeah. And, you know, that's family folklore. And I was kind of like, yeah, whatever. But my sister was here a couple of weeks ago. and. When she got married, when my, both of my sisters got married, my grandmother gave each of them a box full of old silver, mm. like just pieces and parts of stuff yeah. that had been passed on to the family. So my sister brought it out um, and gave Rick and I each uh, a fork and knife and spoon. And we were like, "What the? <laughs> thanks. But what is this old? You know, yeah, it was from the Civil War
0: really yeah yeah
2: so we looked it up and it's like we both have a set from the civil war and it was from this oh, crazy awesome. garage sale i know yeah They're amazing
0: so cool it's rain that you can hear can okay. you hear it it's yeah, yeah 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 that's rain. this yeah. is our first rain podcast yeah you see how this goes I, I wasn't audio. sure what to think of it if anyone's Maybe. listening we are we're recording in the barn and the it's, windows are open it's it's toasty it it today late, honestly feels like the first day of summer 2021 it is late june
1: and it is late august weather it it's, is it,
0: yeah and it's been cool it's been great and it's super humid been, yeah so all right well sweet well we're doing pretty well should we take a quick break uh get a word from our bygone business sponsor sure yeah. and uh we'll get back with rob Gagnon. i hope you guys are enjoying the show
2: what you're dreaming of Come to Stock, share the love Get your
0: groove on, don't contain it It's a time for entertainment Under the oak
2: trees, summer fun We got a song for everyone A perfect summer staycation Now you've got your destination At stock. Come on out and have some fun At Weinstock.
3: We
0: are all All right. Yeah. Hey, Weinstock is July 2nd, 3rd this year. There's a bunch of great bands. Get out there if you can. Hey, listen, it was pouring rain when we recorded this and uh, I did the best I could. So bear with us. Well, all right. So we're back uh, (laughs) with Rob Gagnon and we, we, you know, uh, just talking off, off uh, recording here. And you, we've barely touched the surface of the beauty that is Rob Gagnon. <laughs> we we, we
1: um, haven't even we haven't even got to the point we haven't even talked about travel yet. Uh, so how many God. countries have you
2: been to? I I don't know uh-huh. a lot of them. Five. Too many. Oh God, no. no, no You've no. been Ten. around? Mm, probably fifteen. Exotic places. locales go. Bali. Oh, um, oh cool. or not Bali. Bora Bora. Oh, mm. um, Mauritius. I've been all over Mm. that is a long flight do do not do it it's not worth it really was that for vacation or work (laughs) yeah for vacation okay but I've been to Hong Kong Asia Europe I've been everywhere in Europe I love Europe
3: yeah oh yeah
2: I had one one time I was on a trip with Victoria's Secret and we have a company plane so it made travel quite easy and one morning I woke up and I was in um, Capri, the island of Capri, which is mm-hmm. beautiful and fabulous, had breakfast in Capri. Took a boat over to Naples. Took the jet from Naples to Barcelona. Had lunch. <laughs> Sounds in, miserable. Had lunch in Barcelona. <laughs> shopped. Went to Madrid. Shopped. Barcelona. 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 A lot of gouty, buildings there. Gorgeous. Yeah. And then, then from there, flew to Paris and had dinner in Paris. Oh, it was amazing in cool. one day in one day wow All wow in one day. i think it's incredible
1: day. when i wake up in new york city and go to bed in upper sandusky <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> but i yeah. you know I, I get what you're saying it's uh, crazy though yeah I
2: mean, we, we did some crazy crazy traveling i mean i was in greece one time for work i was in turkey actually flew to greece greece to london london to new york came home showered changed, packed a bag, went back to the airport, flew to LA. Yeah. It, like talk about time zone. Oh yeah. yeah. Delusion. Oh, yeah. My
1: God. You, you just become like a dog. You sleep a couple hours. Yeah. You wake a couple hours. You sleep a couple hours. Yeah. 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 So that's right. Lots
2: of, lots of, lots of travel.
0: Yeah. Oh, so hold on. I'm, I'm interested. You told me that your mom was for a very <laughs> short time, the governor of Rhode Island. She was she was how did that happen she
2: was she was um is it college or high school when you do girl state and boys high school high right school. at the end of high school yeah. yeah she was she went to girl state and they nominated her and she became she was voted governor of the state of rhode island and part of that was that you went to spent a day with the actual governor. Yeah. And she, there's lots of pictures of her with the governor who was a friend of theirs. Okay. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And she signed a bill and it's still, still there today. Ah, that's cool. Cool. Yeah. She's a cool lady. And,
0: um, but
2: she told us that story growing up. We were all just like, Oh my God, mom, shut up. Yeah. We didn't really realize how cool it was. Yeah. It's pretty cool.
0: It is pretty cool. So your mom and your mom's college educated.
2: Yep. Yeah, and both my parents are, which was not very common. No. When I was growing up. Yeah, At i all. I'm
0: not no. At all. Jordan's grandma and grandpa both had college degrees, and I feel like that's even that's about a, another half well, tick generation up from your parents.
2: Her grandparents and my parents are the same age. Oh well, there we
0: go. So yeah. then, yeah. What, how? How? She's nine. Ruth is ninety-four. Mom is ninety-three. Oh, cool. Oh, man. We should just talk about those two women. Like I mean, (laughs) well, Ruth Bacon's life story is fantastic. uh,
2: My mom used to play bridge with Muriel. Of course. Muriel. Yeah. Yeah. Love Muriel. Yeah. Uh, Muriel and uh, Minette Hall. Yep. And Maddie, my mom, and Mary Zisco, who was um, GN Stoneburner's mom. So the four of them used to play bridge and they used to call them the M Squad. M Squad. Uh, the M Squad. That's yeah. cool. And there's lots of cool stories. And I ran <laughs> into Minette at the Steer Barn last summer and she was just so lovely. She said, Oh, please bring your mother over. Yeah. Oh Manette Hall is a her. fantastic Love woman. Her. Oh my gosh. Love her. Love her. Love her. So
1: Yeah. So your dad was uh was he in the did he serve in the war?
2: He did he not in the war, but Post war. Um, Post war. Okay. Like maybe a year or two after the war. He, and he
1: was an engineer, right? He
2: was an engineer. He was okay. in. Um, he was at URI, University of Rhode Island, where Okay. both of my parents went. And,
1: and that's. Uh, and then he was an engineer. He went to Rhode Island. He was an engineer, and then he went overseas. Yeah, they right? lived
2: in Germany. They were part of the post-war reconstruction and stabilization. Yeah. Oh, okay. really? Which that's cool. There's a ton of crazy stories about that yeah you know, that she my mom would go get milk every morning right because that's just what you did and the guy who would sell her milk would say heil hitler to her oh, I mean, wow every morning really? she's like <laughs> just <"Hiller."> out of <laughs> habit like yeah <laughs> like, yeah, this is, yeah out of habit so for yeah.
1: stabilization yep. um so then your dad came back or they came back. after that they came back to the states and he worked for he got a job in the private
2: sector he did he worked for westinghouse westinghouse okay uh, kind of
1: there's you know, the so, upper connection yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: right so he worked he kind of traveled around and they were in lima and then jan stoneburner's dad um recruited him to work in the upper plant oh okay
1: yeah. did he work with jan stoneburner's dad yeah. in lima okay uh not in lima but oh. here oh okay yeah Yo, cool. So he, you've
0: known Jan Stoneburner for my entire life. Yep, she's yeah. an awesome, I, awesome lady. Yeah, yeah. she's cool. I
1: do. I love. Her so I she love. Can, So you can. Or your dad came here to be an engineer for Westinghouse here in Upper, mm-hmm. um, and that's how you guys ended up here, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. 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 So then he's got you, 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 and Rick are the babies. We're the babies. And you have a couple older sisters, older Two brother, older
2: sisters, and one older brother. What's who are they? John's the oldest, then Sue, then Marcia. And then Rick and I. Yep. Okay. Or me then. And John
0: still farms? John
2: farms in, he's retired now. Yeah. He lives in Sycamore. Yep. And then my sister lives, Sue lives in Bethesda and Marsha lives in Massachusetts.
0: Okay. Cool. Yeah. And Rick lives here. Is Rick at, where's he at now? Is he still with like.
2: He is going to retire next year. He is? I think so. Yeah. He's.
0: What a good dude! So, um, a quick a, Rick, cr- uh, a quick Rick story was uh, <laughs> he was Jordan's eighth grade t- teacher, and um, he this was would have been in like mm, ninety one maybe ninety two probably yeah, maybe ninety two three maybe even and uh, this just date everything uh, we were in eighth grade and Rick Gagnon says uh, anybody heard of the internet. And Jordan's like, my dad has the internet at his work, <laughs> and uh, he goes, "What?" Ah, and, and he he gets in his desk and he he fumbles through his desk and he pulls he gets this sheet of paper out and he gives it to Jordan and it is, HTTP semicolon backslash backslash www dot, and then you know fifty characters backslash semicolon backslash, and he goes, "I've heard." My buddy told me from college that if you type all of these numbers into the internet, that you'll find my research paper from my senior year at Otterbein. <laughs> yeah. And... Um, uh, Jordan takes it home and tells her dad and she comes back in and she goes, Hey, I looked that up last night. He goes, what, what'd you find? What'd you find? She goes, it was like a, a bunch of like paper, like files of papers. He's like, Oh my God. that's <laughs> <it's> there." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause I'm on the internet <laughs> early
1: nineties and nobody knew what that meant back then. Oh
0: man. It's so he, hard to even remember what it was like before search engines. Yeah. Oh. Remember, remember, our uh, cell phones. I, yeah. I grew cell- up when
2: there wasn't there, there weren't cell phones. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Me too. Damn. Damn nope. Yeah, yeah. When you graduated high
0: school. You graduated college without a cell phone. Right, easy. Right,
2: yeah. And, and it's funny when when Rick was in college, he took business. He wasn't going to be a teacher, and he came to me one day and woke me up from a nap, which I'll never forgive him for. <laughs> and um, said, "I I hate it. I can't do this. I don't want to. I'm just so miserable. What do I do?" And and I was like, "Well." why don't you go talk to my advisor who was a, a business and a home ec advisor, but she was just a great lady. Yeah. And he talked to her and they figured out that he wanted to be a teacher. And the next day we switched his classes and nice. Yeah.
1: The rest is history. as The rest is history. Yeah.
2: <laughs> He's a he's a great teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah was, He good was
0: good. Teacher. He is just a yeah. great guy.
1: Still a does guy. he still drive hey, that white Toyota 4Runner? He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't. But that was that
2: was fun. We
1: that was awesome when, that. when he was when he was first teaching. He had that, and it was it, that again, kind of fed into his trendy yeah. style. Like it, it was it, being a junior high kid,
0: sort of like a hip truck.
1: He he yeah. was the coolest. Like probably the first cool <laughs> teacher I ever had. And yeah so i think not, that's right like, like you would had, you had, <laughs> so, <laughs> so not so cool. cool graham you had mentioned uh hank hale uh, oh yeah was as, hank hale was like the dream boat because he, I was he had that because <laughs> he had that nissan 300zx he the blue did. one and yep. that's the way i felt about rick gagnon because he had that forerunner and i'm like oh, that forerunner's awesome and yeah it's a toyota truck
0: yeah i thought he was yeah. badass <laughs> <laughs> he really was <laughs> uh, nice so, um, okay, so we've barely touched the surface, but you ended up living, it, we're kind of jumping around, but you ended up living in San Francisco. I did. I did. There's ah, which is awesome. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> yeah.
2: It, uh, we lived in Mill Valley, which is a small town um, across the Golden Gate Bridge in Marin County, Oh which yeah. is called Marvy Marin because it's the best weather in the world yeah 72 oh, High oh, of 72 gorgeous. low of 72. Yeah. Then not then the a cloud in the sky <laughs> in and then it cools it down at night i s- literally slept with the windows open every oh, night Every yes. night. it was just awesome no allergies because the wind None. blows off the sea it was great it's fantastic um yeah we lived there for about i don't know 10 15 years.
0: and are, at this point are you at victoria's
2: secret no, i'm i was at gap Okay, at which Gap. was great. Which was a lot of fun. Oh my god, I had so much fun at Gap. So much fun.
1: Was Gap better than Victoria's Secret? I mean, as a uh, company to work for, just yeah.
2: different. But I had, you know, career-wise, had matured, and I had a bigger position. Yeah, and it was. Uh, we had so yeah. much. Fun.
0: Were you? What were you like? The vice president of merchandising. Did I see that? I
2: was the. Uh, I was the vice president of the website the gap website oh i
0: yes you told me that yeah. one that before yeah. actually yeah that cool
2: i did that and it had been failing um and they it, it kind of was my pattern throughout my career they would give me failing projects yeah. to see if they could be turned around or close them so yep. i would be the decider of whether you
1: know so so there's a yeah. there's an inter- interesting story you told me the other night, Rob, about how you got on an elevator with somebody. <laughs> so can uh, can you uh well yeah, yeah. can can you yeah. tell us that sure. little story?
2: What well, I had I would just become I'd just been promoted to vice president, which that's a big deal. That is oh, a yeah. big mm-hmm. deal. It was a very big deal for me. And this was where at. Of In course it is. It is a big oh, deal. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. Vice of a, VP
0: at a corporate at a at big a eight billion dollar yes. corporation. Yeah. yeah.
2: And um the the building where my office was where the home office is the parking is under the garage or the garage is under the building and i literally was a vp probably one week now right and i'm just thinking i'm so cool i get to park in (laughs) the full parking (laughs) Uh, spots i don't have to you know and um it was a gap and i literally wore shorts cashmere sweater great shoes it's gap yeah yeah it's gap
1: no one cares to be fair west coast casual casual. is very casual yeah even in
0: business. Yeah, plus, right. you wear what you feel comfortable right. in. Ubu. Yep. That was yeah, literally yep. their motto. Yeah. Ubu.
2: So, I I get in the elevator with a president of a division. Right. I'm a VP, low level VP. This is a president of a division. I won't say who or what. But <laughs> C-suite. Yeah, yeah. C-suite. Yeah. I was not in the C-suite yet. Yes. And I get in the elevator, and this woman, she and I are both in the elevator get in there she looks me up and down and she goes um did you think it was casual friday today (laughs) and i didn't think i just kind of reacted in the moment and you know the elevator's going up and i it came to my floor and i turned to her and i said uh no i didn't think it was a casual friday and I have the best business in the company, and it doesn't really matter what the hell you wear. And I <laughs> hit the button, and <laughs> yes. I walk, and, I'm, I, and my office was really like you had to walk down all these aisles, and you know. <laughs> yeah. And as I'm walking, I'm like, "What the hell did I?" Hands do? are shaking. Oh my God, it was <laughs> like, palms are sweating. I've, I've, I've only been a VP a week, and it's over. You know? But it but was it's, fun. But, but that was that. That's a, a true. True it lesson. Is? It does. Nobody cares. It yeah. should not matter. Agree. Unless, yeah, obviously, you know, dress appropriately. But
0: you should dress appropriately, but dress comfortable and, and be yourself. yourself. Be style. Yourself. That's
2: a, what style is. Be yourself. I think yes. certain
1: industries have have certain dress codes, but it's not it's it's not written anywhere that you have to. Like I, I wouldn't wear a a basketball jersey if I were an attorney no. into court, but. No. At the same time i wouldn't wear a suit if i were going to a construction site either so right Right. but
2: it's the important lesson is be yourself and your numbers should speak for your yep performance yep frankly that's right and and literally in the gap i had the best numbers at that time i was so pissed i was so mad oh i was so mad (laughs) then i get to my office and i'm like oh my god i'm I'm gonna get waiting for the phone to ring (laughs) i've got mortgages what (laughs) am i gonna do it was what,
0: what I really yeah. wanted you to tell me was that you were at a meeting when you worked for the Gap, and you're like, you know what we should do? Let's just write "Gap" across <laughs> oh, the wow. front of all of our shirts, and then everyone will know that you bought it at Gap.
3: Just, just
0: a blue sweatshirt
3: with oh, white letters. Oh, just so simple. Yeah. Gap. Navy blue, not, not, not so it's really <laughs> Just that right color. Oh my
2: god! It was.
0: It, so okay, so you're times. at the Gap in San Francisco, Gap and that, Francisco. and that's what took you to San Francisco. Yep yep okay and
2: uh did that for a long time and loved it it was great
0: you weren't there during the were you there were you there for an earthquake
2: i was there for one okay actually two one happened when i was at my office and i literally because my office was a corner with all glass literally all glass yeah it, it was beautiful but scary in a earthquake and i went to the interior corner and just sat in the corner. I didn't know yeah, what to well, do. Yeah, so you I was, do, I guess. Was like, it's a weird feeling. I'm. And then the other time it happened, I was in Palm Springs, and I was laying out by the pool, and I I, I, I didn't feel great. Like, I think I had a hangover or something. Yeah. You know how you feel kind of wobbly? Uh-huh. You know, Of course you know. And <laughs> yeah, right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it is Sunday <laughs> night. <Yeah. laughs> I was sitting by the pool, and... and All of a sudden, I'm like, "Oh, I feel queasy. Oh, what's going on?" And I look over the pool, and there's like white caps in the pool. Oh. And I'm like, "What?" And I started yelling. (laughs) And then my partner came out. He's like, "It's just an earthquake. Shut up." It's just an earthquake. No big deal. No big deal. No big deal.
1: (laughs) I was in an earthquake a couple years ago in Cleveland, of all places. Really? That's the only. Yeah. And it was. It was weird. I was sitting there, and all of a sudden, I could feel everything shaking, and it only lasted, I don't know, five seconds, four seconds, but. It, it was like definitely an earthquake, and I, I, I didn't think any. I thought they were banging trains together. A uh, national
0: Lyman stone exploded.
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. So, but, could,
2: but all the all the buildings in San Francisco are built on rollers, mm-hmm. so they will roll. They can move whenever, around ever yeah. in, in all directions. They just kind of wow, isn't that crazy? Yeah. Oh, it's freaky.
0: I love freaky. engineering like yeah. just that the yeah. way they've done that. It's yeah. fantastic. Uh, yeah. All right, so you're in San Francisco. And then you got back to New York.
2: Yeah. They, um, Ralph Lauren had been recruiting me for a long time and I, I didn't want to go back to New York.
0: Okay. And
1: they, just tired of New York or just, uh,
2: well, I, I think when you live there that long,
3: mm-hmm.
2: You know, it's lovely. I, I was thrilled that I got to do it, but I just kind of didn't want to go back. If
1: you can make it there, you can make it anywhere and absolutely. you made it and it's done. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, but they recruited me hard and, and I went back there, which was my kind of my dream job. And it was absolutely the worst job I've ever had. Oh, really? The Ralph Lauren,
0: just the company. You just didn't like it. Ralph Lauren. Ralph Lauren. Lauren. Ralph Lauren. Ralph
2: Lauren. Right. Um, it was horrible. It was it Ralph was Lauren. Not Lauren. <laughs> um, yeah. It was just not not what I thought it would be. And it was yeah. it was Mean Girls on Steroids. Ah oh,
0: so that's no good. Yeah. was it, I'm sure it's uh, I, I yeah. shouldn't say So then you ended up then you ended up <laughs> back at the gap. Back at the gap. Okay. Because
2: I had gone in and the the CEO of the gap when I left was like, you know, stay in touch. And I was like, I will, I will, I will. And I, my first day on the job at Ruffler and they took me out for breakfast. And while I was walking back to the office after the breakfast, I called the CEO <laughs> of Cap and I was like, big mistake. I made a big mistake. Um, and he's like, you got to be there. You got to stay there. Stick it out. Learn what you can. Don't worry about it. You know, we'll figure it out. Let's stay in touch. Yeah. And I, I was, um, I just I was going to quit because I just hated it. It was just horrible. And, you know, you got to be yourself. And now that was a place where you couldn't be yourself. Yeah. And literally I was going to go in and resign. And the CEO of the camp called me and said he was in Africa on safari. Nice. (laughs) Of course. And he calls me and he said, "I, I, I, I can't talk long. I'm on a cell phone. I don't know how long I'll have service, but, um, if you want to quit, go ahead. Uh, I have a job for you. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it pays, but I have a job for you. So if you want to quit, go ahead and quit tomorrow. And I was like, because, <laughs> I, do you I, trust I, me? And I was like, yeah. yeah. I don't know where it is. I, I don't, don't know what it's doing. <laughs> I don't trust these bitches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Peace out. I'm yeah. out. I'm yeah. out. And I did. I, I, I quit the next day. And he called me like the following week and said, here's your role. And, you know, and it all worked out.
0: Yeah. It always it does great. if you, it does. It, like you said, if you continue to be yourself, yep, work hard yep, and you know, you're creative and have good ideas also.
2: Obviously.
1: So Gap was a good company to
2: work for. Great company. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of good stuff. So I did that and then I was kind of thinking about retiring and my mom was needing to move into an assisted living place. Oh. I knew I kind of needed to be johnny on the spot yeah close help that
0: and that's when you came back you've been that's when i came back back. that's when i came
2: back and i i kept my apartment and my house in connecticut my apartment in new york and my house in connecticut and then at some point i was like yeah i don't want to be there anymore so i just moved back here nice so oh. you
1: still have the
0: house in Connecticut? Nope, sold no. it. Super cool that you're back here. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks and then thanks. you and I met, you uh, <laughs> <laughs> you fashioned me into a Santa Claus suit. Dancing Santa. <laughs> and I was a dancing Santa for the Christmas Cabaret Star Theater, Enjoy. and that was our intro to each other. Grammy. Grammy. <laughs> yeah. That was fun. That was really we had a blast. fun. Was- I feel like we made a dent on, uh, <laughs> on the uh, Christmas Cabaret that it was, year.
2: It was funny because kip and stacy barth do that you know they, they're they oh, yeah. in charge of it and stacy said you know you really need to do something you should you should think of something and so i said well give me the list and, and it's very um re- it was religious which is okay it's great i mean this what yeah christmas is all about right but i was like we need something cool and fun and I was watching Trolls, the movie. Troll. Yeah. Yeah. I freaking love that movie. Oh, yeah. Justin Timberlake. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. And that's that's where that song came from oh, September, okay. which um, Justin Timberlake oh. and um, Anna, Anna Kendrick. Kendrick. Yeah. They did it. And Kendrick I love that. Lamar? No. It, Anna Kendrick. It, oh,
1: Anna. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And
0: she's
2: super cute. And then I was like, super. Well, we need. That's a great song to dance to, but what are we gonna have? So we need dancing Santas. So that's and we
0: learned have. some uh, Deanna Piaja, D champ D champ.
2: I, I called her. Uh yep. And I was like, I need a. Can you chore choreograph, choreograph this? And she's like, Yeah, of course. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. And so then we did great. it, and we, it was it was a blast. It was, it was a blast. A lot of fun. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, yeah. We we drank a little bit before we did that. A bit. Of, yeah. A bit. So we
2: have some good pictures. Do we? Yes, we, <laughs> yes, we do.
3: Oh,
0: uh, that was fun. <laughs> Uh yeah, so now you're back and then uh you got pulled back you you yeah. were retired. I was retired. You were retired. I was
2: done. And I've been retired for about three three years and I
0: So you
1: didn't work for three years? No. I like just yeah, I was you know, retired. I yeah. just retired
2: and I was I played golf every day, mm-hmm. either at Lincoln or at Carl's or yeah. Stone. I I call it cars. I call it cars. Yeah, call it cars. And yep. back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And I'm like, I cannot do this. The rest of my life. <laughs> I know it's true. I I just, you're it young. Like, you're still young. Yeah. Yeah. And and, Lands End called me, out of the blue, just when I was thinking I gotta like gotta, I gotta buy a I company or I gotta yeah. figure something out. And they called me, and I was like, all right, I'll talk to him, thinking nothing was gonna happen, and bingo. It was a great job, it. but it was in Wisconsin and I really didn't want to move. Yeah. Because I'd finally kind of settled here, back mm-hmm. here. And I was like, what do, you, what do you got to lose? So I moved there for six months and then Corona hit. And now you're able and to work back, from home? And now I can work from home. <sighs> um, so I have a, a great job that, and I get to be here, which oh, is really, perfect. really, really lovely.
1: You know? And you get to travel to Wisconsin every now and then.
2: I do. What are you doing for Land's End? I'm the senior vice president of merchandising. Cool, so wow, that's I awesome. Have, so anything that goes in the catalog, I have. You're, yeah. It's ah, man. My handwriting on it.
0: That's super so, cool. Yeah, and lantern's great.
1: great.
2: It's great. I love lantern. So like in. sourcing,
0: it's are you are you sourcing products or are
1: they? I don't,
2: don't. There's a sourcing arm. There's a design arm, and then there's a merchandising arm. Okay. And yep. I'm the merchandising. So it's yeah.
3: yeah. So
1: sourcing comes to you with what they have found, and then uh,
2: no, no design designs it. They come oh. to me. I say. Yeah, it'll sell. No, it won't sell. Okay. And gotcha. And then from there, then it goes to sourcing, and then sourcing will source the fabrics at a certain cost. And oh, price okay. And all that.
0: Yep. Nice. So, yeah. yeah that's cool. Yeah. Um, it, is, it where, is it in Madison? It's I want it a, to be in Madison. It's not. It's, <laughs>
2: no. It's about an hour west of Madison. Near, okay. I lived in Madison. Near La Crosse? No, La Crosse is further west. Okay
0: okay um it makes sense because i just i feel like it's land's end is a very well land's end <laughs> but i mean it's a very lakey yeah. you know and that yeah. makes sense that it's up in it's in
2: awesome west in
1: wisconsin i've cut yeah, more awesome. firewood than you'll ever know <laughs> yeah <laughs> we
2: had we had a lot of fun there and uh, i a lot of i there
0: could there. probably be a land's end model oh. no i'm just <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> But well, I do Rick, see those guys, and I'm like, These "Thank guys, you. I, like this thank would be <laughs> fun. This would be fun." Uh, you see what I have to put up with now. Well, you know, in a lot of magazines, they're not doing anything fun, but in those ones, they're they are they're like, yeah. "Foots on a log oh, or something." Yeah. Well, like anybody can put their a, canoe, foot on a They're log carrying or. a canoe or something. <laughs> yeah. i <Like, I'll> do <laughs> well, those well, things. Yeah. Rick, Rick
2: wants to be one too. So. Oh, I Rick gotta, would be. Gotta, yeah. Gotta gotta. Start that wasn't
0: it. a real. I'm not.
2: Yeah. He's real yeah. about it. He's real. Yeah. So
1: okay so what you're an uncle i am tell best, me tell me best, about
2: best job i've ever had i, uh,
1: I that's yeah. what you said the other night best so job. so tell me about your nieces or nephews and i
2: have uh, god how many do i have three four five six seven i have seven nieces and nephews seven nieces and nephews yeah and they're
1: all fantastic people i'm sure
2: extremely brilliant good the gagnants yeah <laughs> yeah there's like yeah, they're all super smart. And really? Cool. Very achieved and uh, accomplished. One just graduated from, um, from. she just got her master's. The other one has her PhD. Oh, nice. The other one has his master's. I mean, just, yeah. Yeah, everybody's. it's Well-rounded bad. family. Yeah, they're great kids. I yeah. Love them. I love it's, them good. Death.
0: it's great to see younger generations that you're like, Oh, nice. These yeah. kids are still like when you, you hear everybody wants to say, Oh, these kids these days, it's like, <laughs> there's still a lot of really good young adults sure. out there. There are. There and, are. and their idea of what the workplace is, is different. It's changing. And they're, they're doing it.
1: How does that affect your business, Rob? Like how, how does, how does the next generation coming in their Like Graham just said, their, their vision of what work should be like, how is that the same or different from what, uh, you've experienced in the workplace
2: well my philosophy has always been be flexible just okay. be flexible because you never know and what if the situation you're going to be in and if there's
1: one thing the next generation is it's probably flexible well, I, and, I think
2: yeah and you have you know to me a good leader is is being flexible with them so I, I love the younger generation because you learn I learn so much about them yeah. oh yeah and you know it's I, I think it's good
1: I decided a long time ago. Like a lot of people complain about, like a lot of people our age will complain about millennials. But I, I decided a long time ago that, I mean, I had my time, and people complained about Gen Xers, and
0: I, I think still, it, people yeah. still complain about, yeah, Gen like Xers. it's it's
1: <laughs> like it's their it's their time now, and I'm willing to just let them, you know, let them do it the way they want to do it, as long as the job gets done. So, I yeah. I'm okay with that. I'm flexible, I'm, and I expect them to be flexible as well. I think the the hard part for for people is that they see the the next generation the the millennials and they say well they're a little too flexible but i don't think that you can be too flexible as long as the end product well, is I what mean, you're looking
0: yeah for. they're flexible but they're also man they stand their ground on some yeah, stuff yep. these social issues they, they are do. bringing they the social justice to the forefront yeah, yeah i think it's great and yeah
2: it's good i i, I love it i think it's wonderful and and it's no well, that's longer... what that generation should be doing. Yeah. They should be challenging the status quo. The status quo. Like yep. Me, yep. You know? Yeah. I, I love it. I think it's great. It, yeah,
1: it's, absolutely. It's okay now to be to be different from everybody else. And I think that's I think that's a good thing. I mean, it is
2: it's it's weird for me as someone who grew up here and was gay to see the transformation of what's happened in the world from oh. when I was a kid. Yes. yes to, to what is happening today. It's, it's, um, it's, it's different nice from off. when I was
1: a kid. I mean, it's different from even 20 years ago. I mean, and it I wasn't, is. It, and it's good. It's getting better and better. And, and 20 years ago, you know, it's funny. We, we talk about that. Like, Oh, it's only 20 years ago. I was 24 years old, but that was two decades ago. Yeah. yeah. So like in the nineties, 20 years before that was the seventies. Yeah. I mean, that That's there's a lot of, there's a lot of differences. A lot can happen over two decades. Yeah, yeah.
0: and there's tons of room still. Yep. But, yep. but they're get, it's getting yeah.
1: there. To yeah.
2: see the, the progress that, you know, when I was growing up, you would never admit that you were gay. Number yeah. one. Oh, right. The only gay character on TV was Billy Crystal. Oh yeah, was in a show called Soap. Soap. Oh yeah, and uh, and that was it. And it was a minor role. And now you have Schitt's Creek, and you yeah, have, oh yeah, you know, you have which is Will fantastic. Embrace, which was old, but you know, still, yeah. But but it's amazing to me to see how. Obviously, there's a long way to go, but to see how far it has, yes. moved, yeah, and to to be, open and out in a small town. I don't know that I would have done this. I don't know that I could have lived here. 30 years ago yeah,
3: in the 80s, like that. as
0: an adult no, in the 80s. No, yeah. No, yeah. No, no, you're exactly right. It's ch- it not, is changing for the better. It
2: is. And I think maturity comes with that, too. Yeah. Now I'm just like, I don't care. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Accepting yourself first is important. <laughs>
2: exactly.
1: <laughs> you know, that, that that's a thing. Yeah. Exactly. I, I, I find as I get older that I'm, I'm not as thin as I wanted to be. I don't have as much hair as I want to have. You know, I, my my fashion sense is virtually nil. But True I don't story. but, <laughs> <laughs> but gosh, darn it. But <laughs> I like myself. <laughs> don't like me. Yeah. No, but I don't care anymore. Yeah. Like those, those are yeah. things that used to like really give me anxiety. Now I'm just like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. T-
0: a little I mean, self confidence goes a long
1: way. Yeah. 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 Or, or just, I don't know, apathy or empathy.
2: I don't, apathy I don't know. Is apathy is what you're thinking of. Yeah. And you have to yeah. be yourself. You have yeah. To, right. Yeah. That's my philosophy. Like, yeah. It takes,
1: it takes a while for people to really grow into their own skin.
2: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. And you 100%. have to be yourself. And you also have to accept that other people get to be themselves. Right. You know, and right. I think that's where people have come a long way. And, I see it with my kids. Try, it's so interesting trying to not make my kids be what I be think you. that I want them to be. You know, <laughs> right, it's like you right. just have to let them go, figure it out, and develop into their own out. human. Yeah. Yeah. And so far, so good. So far, there they seem to be figuring <laughs> yeah. it out, but we'll see. They're not to that those dreaded like early high school days where. God, yeah. I
2: remember. I remember uh, a particular tennis um, match that I was in in high school, and the. You could park, they're at the same place they were now, but you could park literally up against the chain fence. Mm-hmm. Oh, and okay. my mom had, um, she was a teacher and she would gotten off work early to come see my match and she pulled up right up against the chain link <laughs> and you know i'm playing and you know of course she's a typical mother like every you know good job honey good oh, job yeah. good and job robbie like, don't embarrass me <laughs> well she reached to get something out of the back seat and hit the horn mm. while she was like turning, <laughs> and i i remember we'd switched ends at that point and i walked off the court walked over to her car and you need to leave. <laughs> You're embarrassing me. And she was, you know, tears. And I felt horrible afterwards. But, you know, then she went oh, yeah. home and made me a dinner because she knew I'd. Oh, for sure. I mean, like, so parents. Yeah. I was shooting.
0: I was getting ready to shoot a free throw once in high school. And I heard put it in Graham. And I was like, I, I kind of glanced over and then I took two more dribbles and shot it. And then later I'm like, mom, do you think when I'm like getting ready to shoot a free throw that I need you to say something Did to you me, through my backswing, here? like I, I'm trying to make it like you don't have to tell me that I'm not trying to miss it. And all you're doing is distracting my focus. And yeah. she's like, I guess I never thought, you know, my mom didn't play sports. And so she didn't think about, you know, she just wanted yeah. to be a good mom. Yeah.
2: And yep. I'm sure
0: your mom sounds oh, like a fantastic she's, woman. Yeah. She's
2: pretty cool. She's, she's, where did she teach? She taught in Mansfield. Okay. And then she taught in Kirby.
1: She drove to Mansfield every day to be a teacher? She did. Wow. She Wait, had, Kirby? Kirby.
2: Was and there an element? What was, was it? St. Mary's? St. Mary's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then she, um, she taught at OLC. Oh. But funny story, she was, <laughs> I was living in New York and i had to go to california for a business trip so uh and i was flying back like on a friday so i thought oh well, i'll just reroute coming back from california i'll just stop in ohio i'll have the weekend with mom and rick and then go on to new york um sunday night <laughs> and so i uh i ha- you, know, you can't fly from la to columbus right mm-hmm. yeah and then you couldn't so i had to fly to phoenix then phoenix to columbus so America West. It, it, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I'm in Phoenix. I'm sitting at sitting there. And this is before cell phones, right? So I'm sitting there and my flight gets delayed. So I went to the bar, of course. Duh. Oh yeah, what else do you do? Duh. <laughs> and came back, sat down, and and I'm, you know, reading my people magazine. And this guy comes over and taps me on the shoulder and he said, I think I know you. And I was like, Hey, I don't live in Phoenix. Yeah. Like, we're in Phoenix. I don't live in Phoenix. So I'm like okay what's your name and he goes well what's your name and i was like hey, uh, we're not gonna play this no game thanks. yeah no thanks no thanks and i said you know I'm, I'm gonna go get a drink so i went back to the bar had another drink came back sat there and um came up to me again i know i know you and i was like this is the
1: worst pickup line ever <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well,
2: he goes where do you live and i said new york and he goes hmm no and he walks away and i'm like creeper I yeah, yeah, right. Like, okay, enough, right? <laughs> Or I've had a little bit too much to drink. So uh finally they they call our flight, and um I had got upgraded to first. And so I was the, one of the first people to board. So as I'm going up to check in, he comes up to me. This guy comes up to me. He goes, I know I know you. I know I know you. He goes, what's your name? And I said, Rob. And he goes, what's your last name? I go, no way, dude. <laughs> and he goes, well, um." Where did you grow up? And I said, Ohio. He goes, that's where I grew up. That's where I grew up. And I was like, what? He's not very
3: good
0: at like, he should have been giving right? you better. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
2: So I said, okay. Um, and he goes, well, what town did you grow up in? And I said, nope. Where did you grow up? And he goes, Kirby. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> maybe you do know me. <laughs> maybe I to, maybe. Anyway, he had been taught by my mother, who was in Kirby. Yep. And there was a picture of Rick and I on the desk and somehow oh, he, and that just, he knew it. Yeah. So so I land in <laughs> Columbus. I get off the you know, take off and I'm like, that was weird. Get in the, get on the plane, land in Columbus. Mom and Rick are at the gate picking me up i get off i'm the first one off right yeah i i'm like mom mom there's there's mm-hmm. this guy on the plane who he ta- you taught in school and i met him in phoenix and, and i told her the name she's like oh my god he was the worst <laughs> i absolutely can't stand him let's go we gotta hide <laughs> so she takes off get me so out of here whole, like you know i'm thinking from phoenix <laughs> to columbus oh my god my mom was such a lovely teacher and she you know there's such an impact on this kid which is what he told me and then i get off the plane she's like oh my god he was a horrible kid let's get out of here i don't want to see him nice sounds like my mom he probably got called up <laughs> to her desk a lot yeah. and he, yeah. while she was uh, uh, yelling uh, at him he uh, stared at those pictures i yeah. remember your face <laughs> see, he's
0: like if i ever see these kids at the wind county fair <laughs> <him." must laughs> stab that one and punch the other oh that's awesome good times yeah cool well hey rob thank you for coming on man this was really I mean, yeah. fun and, yeah, we'll have to do it again sometime.
2: Anytime.
0: Yeah, cool. All right, Brian, you have anything else for the good of the order? No, no, this was fun,
1: Rob. I, I appreciate you coming on and uh, just giving us a different perspective on on what it's like to be from Upper Sandusky. I mean, this, this is a... Yeah,
0: it's a real story of Upper Sandusky, man, yeah. of Wyandotte County and... People from Wyandotte County and up from upper end up all over. All yeah. Over. It's really crazy. And then, you know, sometimes we come back and sometimes we don't. And I, we actually right. have a lot of listeners who are those went away. And, yeah. And this is kind of like their, oh, ah, yeah, it's hometown. We, we have a lot lesson. of
1: international listeners and a lot of those are uh, service members. So, really? so we can yeah. kind of, we actually when, have a
0: decent amount of people in like Europe and like yeah. uh, are you Belgium
1: yeah, really. that are listening. Yeah. We, so. we can, we can map where they're downloaded, where they're really? downloaded from and, and you can, pretty much pinpointed to bases yeah, yeah.
2: Bonui.
0: Bonui. Bonui bon indeed hey i hope everyone out there had fun listening to rob today uh brian will come back here and we will break this episode down real quick for you Okay, Real Stories Podcast listeners, uh, time for you know the sort of historical check that Brian and I will do after these episodes. I do want to mention, you know, it's, it's late June here in Ohio, and on Sunday night while we were recording this, um, we got two inches of rain. Uh, I have a little barn in my backyard that I built a few years ago. It has a metal roof on it. And our recording studio is in an insulated room in that barn, but it could only do so much. So there for a while, we got quite a bit of interference going on in the background. Um, anyway, thank, thank you for, for sticking with us. I hope it did not take away from this uh, really, I thought, fantastic interview we had with Rob Gagman.
1: There, there's a lot of information to unfold there.
0: We, we really didn't talk about We, You and I and Rob talked a bunch. We almost talked too much off the mics and we, yeah. there's a bunch of other stuff we talked about we, and even some fun stuff we talked about with local businesses that we, we uh, kind of
1: got a, we kind of got a mile wide and an inch deep. We did. We, we didn't really get too far into any of it, but we got a lot of it.
0: Yeah. Rob yeah. is such a good guy and he's, he's smart very and he's he's well-rounded he's been he, he's been involved in the business world for a long time and
1: he's a he's a high functioning executive
0: he is yeah, yeah he is really cool um yeah and uh, so there's a few things in there uh, that we could chit chat about yeah and uh, he so he's born in 65 uh, so that would have um, so he said graduated high school in 83. 83, best you can be. Best you can be. Yep. <laughs> I like that. Uh, and then he goes to Otterbein, and he started that fraternity. If you missed that, it's Lambda Gamma Epsilon. Uh, they are known around Otterbein as
1: the kings. The kings. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: I, I did look that up, and there's the house, and you can see it. And Originally established in
3: 1948.
0: 1948, yeah, yeah. at Otterbein. Uh, we, t- we talked about whether or not anybody had any fashion uh, programs and I looked it up and, and there have been a few, the, uh, the fashion Institute of technology yeah. F-I-T, <laughs> fit, uh, properly named fit.
1: But most of those, uh, I, I think most of the fashion Institutes were probably in larger cities where garment making was a, a thing. Yes. And, and in Columbus, it just didn't get a no. whole lot of attention.
0: No, less Wexner really put Columbus on the map as a, as a retailer, as a retail marketer, place. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that, you know, that leads me, th- the limited group uh, is, you know, a multi-billion dollar company that, you know, th- that he worked for mm-hmm. and uh, started in Columbus by Les Wexner. Pretty cool. Les Wexner started that company with a $5,000 loan. That's awesome. $5,000 yeah. and look at it. And then now,
1: now it's a multi-billion dollar industry. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he owns a castle in England. Oh, <laughs> why, why wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> And also, Les Wexner owns one of the largest yachts in the world. Uh, that's
1: interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. He's, he's definitely the, if I recall, he's the richest man in Ohio, for sure.
0: He, is he? Yeah. I, I would it, I'm pretty sure. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he's, uh, he has a huge yacht and a, a huge house. Yeah, In 1963, he borrowed $5,000 from his aunt and 5000 from the bank. To start uh, The Limited, which he his plan with The Limited was his mom and dad owned a garment store, like a, a fashion store in Columbus, and he always thought that they sold way too many things that <laughs> didn't have high markups on them. Oh. Everything were these real thin margins, and he said, "Why aren't we just selling a bunch of basically cheap clothing, <laughs> yeah. and we can make more money and sell more of them? People only buy a coat every two, three years, it's or last maybe a couple years, yeah. e- and maybe then every five, six years. But people are buying T-shirts and, and dress dresses every shirts, year; they're skirts. buying something new. Yes, yeah. And that's why he called it the limited. Was it was just going to be a limited amount of inventory, but high profit margins? Here's what you need every year." Yep. And it, it started at the Kingsdale mall was the first where he had his first store, actually the Kingsdale shopping center in upper Arlington. So if anybody's listening from Columbus, uh, you know, the Kingsdale shopping center down there, then, uh, so Rob said he first worked, uh, for the Northland mall Mm -hmm. and, I I checked that out. That's uh that's been gone uh since 2004. It was yeah. demolished in 2004. That
1: was off Morris Road or 161 over there off 71 That's correct. That's That's yeah. right.
0: Yeah, uh it's um Morse Road Morse and Road. Carl, I it believe. Wasn't far from like Cleveland
1: Avenue. So it, it was a pretty Yeah. Yeah. pretty tough part of town.
0: Um I mean. no, wait. I no, I was thinking it was inside. It was like basically in Worthington. I think.
1: Uh, no, it uh, might be, that might be Worthington, I guess. I don't, I don't know. I think it's
0: Western Eastern Worthington. It was East of 71. Okay. Okay. I was picturing it West of 71, but you could be right. Brian's getting his phone out to look. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he, he worked at the Northland mall that, that has, uh, been now it's now I think Northland village, uh, which is just like sort of a little complex with like some government buildings and stuff like that going on in it. But uh, yeah. Anyway, and then uh, yeah. I, I'll tell you another interesting thing he talked about was the Palladium uh, in New York City. Did you find it?
1: I did. Yeah. It, it's it's definitely east of. Okay, uh, it's over there by
0: sort of in the in the. the...
1: Uh, it's off one sixty one, east of seventy one,
0: and even east of Cleveland Avenue. So. Okay, that is yeah. Carl Road. Oh, so it's over by Easton. Yeah, it's it's not it's far north for, of Easton. Uh, it's
1: it's closer to Easton probably than okay any other mall.
0: I yeah. gotcha. Yeah. Um. I wonder if I went there when I lived in Columbus because that sure was my did. stomping grounds up yeah. there, Tamarack Circle.
1: Yeah. Every that was a big mall back then. It, yeah. It was, oh uh, yeah. It, there was p- quite a few stores in there.
0: Um, Brian, do you know about the Palladium? Did, I mean, I I
1: know about the Palladium. I know that it was it was uh it was a music venue that was turned into a basically a nightclub. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And it was the uh, same people that owned uh, Studio 54, if I remember right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I had bought it. And uh, the, uh, what's the guy like, Steve Rubel or something like yes, that? Something, uh, yeah. Yeah. They uh, turned it into a nightclub. It was a hip and hop scene back in the day. I remember seeing uh, MTV used to do live things there. At the Palladium? Uh, Cl- Club MTV was okay. at, at the Palladium. MTV. <laughs> Uh, and you know, if you can remember MTV where they'd, they'd be in the place and there'd be people like dancing up on like a, in a balcony, you know, and they're up on like the cool things that were suspended from the ceiling. Uh, that was all going on there. Uh Anyway, he saw Rick James there, which is awesome. <laughs> man, I mean, Rick James is coming out him, of the bathroom, doing blow no, in the bathroom. No, <laughs> yeah, like, not, not just hilarious.
1: saw Rick James there; he he like encountered Rick James there. Yeah, he's yeah. like, okay, it, maybe it almost, I could live in New York. It almost makes you wonder if that was one of those nights that Charlie Murphy and Eddie Murphy were hanging out there. You'd never know. Maybe he ended up at Prince's house afterward. Yeah. playing basketball.
0: It, 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 the Palladium was evidently the spot. And it was where the sure. celebrities were hanging out and tons of bands. There's several bands have had live performances, Like they put out live albums mm-hmm. at the Palladium. So, um, yeah. Then he talked about nine 11, man. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Uh, he is, you know, that from people I've talked to, he's probably the closest, that's been there, you know. I mean, a lot of people. I, I've talked to people that lived in New York City, but you know, weren't in the city that day. Yeah, I've, I don't think I've ever talked to anyone that was working downtown. His, his experience is certainly firsthand. It's a primary yeah.
1: source, I guess, is what you would say.
0: Yeah, and he's working at the, you know, the the Grace Building is up in the garment district, which is it's it, on Forty Second Street. Forty on Forty yeah.
1: Second Street. <laughs> it's the uh, Forty Second Street. For those of you who don't know that it's basically the the Seven Line in uh, midtown. And so that runs from like Hudson yard uh, on the east or on the west side over to actually all the way over to Queens. Uh, okay. Yeah. So it crosses underneath the tunnel and, and gets over into, into Queens. Yeah. But, but 42nd street in times square is, is Bryant park. And that's kind of a, a just yeah. a nice little area. He, I think he mentioned that. He also. did. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's beautiful up there. And Mm -hmm. then, and it's like Garment District, Diamond Row is right up in there. It's kind of like the shopping area. Yeah, the
1: theater district's in there. There's a lot going on. And actually, Studio 54 wasn't too far from there.
0: And several blocks north of the World Trade Center. I mean, way up. Oh, yeah. Oh, geez. That's that's 70 blocks north. It's like he said, he, he wasn't in any immediate danger that day. No, but, but he, he was living in New York and working in Manhattan. The, the <laughs> yeah. thing
1: too, with, with New York's geography, the way it kind of goes, it, it, it actually goes up in elevation a little bit as you head North. So, right. so you can see pretty far South down the Island and I'm sure you could see that something was going and oh, obviously all the sides. everybody knew hear, what
0: was going. Something was going on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was, yep. yeah, crazy. Um, and then a great, you know, cool story about him, uh, you know, uh going to the fire station and just helping out, just being yeah. around to help out, like we were all kinda helpless. Uh, we were here. Yeah, here we so were stable. for lack of better uh, words, we were stranded. We were we were just told to go shopping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just go, Don't go let the terrorists win. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, we couldn't do anything. We could donate money or something. But, yeah. You know, that's we
1: we not, certainly couldn't yeah. have an, a direct impact on on like ground zero or anything. Yeah. yeah. So
0: uh if any if anybody from from New York's listening, uh, I I looked it up. I think that that fire uh, station that he went to would have been uh, Engine Two Hundred Five Ladder One Eighteen, uh, in Brooklyn Heights. Have you been to Brooklyn Heights? Oh yeah,
1: yeah. It's just on the other side of the East, Basically, East River.
0: You cross the Brooklyn Bridge, hang a right. That's Brooklyn Heights. Yeah, I, I, I guess. Think. Yeah. Um, or right all around there. Yeah, yeah. It, it's the fir- It's
1: like the first suburb that you hit when you the east river yeah so
0: there was a battle there during the american revolution oh i'm brooklyn, sure battle of brooklyn heights yeah Oh,
1: all I, right speaking of the american revolution sorry to uh digress here oh let's do it but i ate at francis tavern again the other night. i saw <laughs> that you were at francis tavern <laughs> yeah
0: i want it but, uh when jordan and i are in new york uh this winter we're going there
1: i i think i think it's worth going to uh it's it's a pretty neat place there's not much there. No, otherwise. but it's
0: actually from the 1700s. I mean, it's, sort of. Yeah, I'm it's, sure it's, it's not. Been...
1: The, it's not the original location. Francis Tavern. Oh, it
0: isn't. No, they oh, moved it in okay. like
1: 1820 or something. So it's not ah. the
0: original location, but it's pretty close before they knew that America was going to turn into one giant tourist trap. Exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and it was in the financial district. So be glad it lasted this long.
0: Yeah, really? Yeah, <laughs> really? That's crazy. Um okay so then uh oh uh one fact check I'll tell you what mostly everything Rob said he's he just was very good with remembering when and where and all that stuff but he did accidentally say that the World Trade Center was bombed in 94 it was, it 93. was 93 those guys uh those creeps from al-Qaeda uh, on February 26th 1993 uh that truck bomb hit the north tower and that, that was it, was,
1: it didn't hit the North Tower. It well, was, it was underneath. Yeah. yeah. They drove it into the parking lot underneath.
0: Right. And yeah. then their plan was to take out all the pillars and then yeah. hoping that it would fall and then fall into the other tower. The, was the hope plan. was to bring it down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was Osama bin Laden involved with that attack? He He was involved with
1: that.
3: It, with planning yeah. and was, stuff.
0: But sure. o- yeah. over in the Middle East, he was never here. He didn't come here yet. I don't believe, I
1: I don't know the. the yeah, logistics. I don't
0: think that, that he had been here. It was a bunch of uh, Khalid Muhammad was Khalid Muhammad was like the mastermind money behind it. And I believe uh, was it uh, Ramzi Youssef? Was yeah, he was in, was there? in there, and okay. Muhammad uh, Sal, Salame Salame oh. Salam Salame. I you know yeah. I'm butchering stuff here, but he talked about oh, Deutsche yeah, Bank. James. Deutsche Bank. The Deutsche yeah. Bank, and the pre- he talked about
1: the president of Deutsche Bank.
0: <laughs> he did, and and I think that the guy he would have talked to was the first president of of Deutsche Bank because they became a publicly traded company with a president in a in the United States that year in oh, okay. two thousand
1: one. So, so he would have that would have been a. The last time that they yeah. didn't have a local representation. Service.
0: Yosef Ackerman. Oh. Uh, was, and I wonder if that's who it was, if it was Yosef. That could have been. <laughs> yeah.
1: So uh, just, to, just to go back real quick, I, I had the uh, luxury or pleasure, however you want to state it, of visiting the, uh, the, the World Trade Center now, the uh, memorial. Yeah. And what they've built there is just fantastic. Like It's a, it's a whole thing. And I, oh, yeah. I highly encourage everybody to go see it. Uh, for work, though, I, I had an opportunity to go what they call uh, uh, back of the house, yeah. which is basically the security portion of that that, oh, that property, man. and there is no way, and I, I cross my fingers yeah. when I say this, but there is no way that that could happen again. because you <laughs> Careful, don't, careful. I know, but but you don't get into that campus, that facility anymore unless you've been vetted you have all the credentials and you certainly don't get in day of. So if you show up and say, Hey, I have a delivery, you're not, you're not going to deliver whatever you have because it ha- everything has to be checked out. Um, it it's, it's incredible. The amount of security oh, that they the have. I'm places. sure
0: the cameras and oh, the face rec- facial record, facial and recognition and all that. Yep. Yeah.
1: And they've got, uh, they, they even have people who are signed on that literally sit at a desk for eight hours a day, like three people each day that do nothing but monitor uh, Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and any kind of social media. So,
0: And is it just for that building? It's just, just, this, just, just for, for that, that building.
1: building. Yeah. And, and they're tied in with the Joint Terrorism Task Force, the JTTF. Yeah. Um, so, so there is sharing of information. But yeah, for the most part, it's just as it pertains to Fulton Street and the World Trade Center and the Oculus and that kind of campus there that they created. What's the
0: Oculus? That sounds amazing. <laughs> the <laughs> Oculus is amazing.
1: The <laughs> Oculus is where... The all-seeing uh, eye. Is there an all-seeing <laughs> eye there? Just about. Um, it's, it's Yeah, it looks like uh, on, on Lord of the Rings. <laughs> now, the Oculus is, is the structure that they built that has... Uh, it's where New Jersey Transit trains come in. And in, into the New York City. So New oh, Jersey okay. transit trains come into New York City there. And when you get off the train, you it's connected to like the Fulton All the Fultons, other transport. All the other transport. It's like yeah. a hub, a transportation okay. hub. Yeah. All right. And but they also have like high end uh was it Bulgari, like uh jewelry stores yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. So.
0: Sort of like an airport ish type it setup. Is. Yeah, right. I, I guess it's yeah. probably
1: similar to an airport, but it's beautiful, absolutely yeah. beautiful. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, Brian, of armed guards.
0: Uh, those of you listening, Brian works in New York city, uh, several times a month, you know, maybe once a month you're Monthly. there for a week yeah. or so. Yep. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. So then, uh, Les Wexner, you know, was his boss. I mean, not his direct report most of the time, but, um, let Les Wexner, who's from Columbus, You know, he mentioned real quickly, uh, you know, it's unfortunate what's happened recently. For the record, Les Wexner hasn't really been directly accused of anything, but Les Wexner definitely, on his mansion, it was property, there was maybe... Epstein was doing some of his recruiting or trying to recruit. There was unscrupulous the,
1: behavior by Jeffrey Epstein as it affili, as affiliated with Leslie Wexner. Yeah, and That's Leslie, he was
0: Leslie it. Wexner's uh, financial advisor, as he was for a lot of rural rich people. and uh, But there was that story about the artist, uh, the the mm-hmm. uh, Les Wexner. Well, the estate had an artist, which is kind of interesting <laughs> that he had an artist on hand. And, uh, yeah, Epstein and her, he, Epstein evidently tried to be creepy on her, uh, cause Epstein was a creep. So. Les Wexner, however, has been a, a very
1: philanthropic oh, person throughout Ohio. Um, hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. Um, he he was on the board of trustees at Ohio state. Uh, he, he actually signed, he, I've, uh, he signed my associate's degree from Ohio state cause oh, I, did he, right? I actually have an associate's degree. Yeah. yeah. Um. And and a bachelor's, but that's beside the point. What's your associate's degree in? Uh, Associate of Arts. It's. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I I was I was dying for my first piece of paper that said my name from the Ohio State University. So I got an associate's degree.
0: Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I mean, you know, the the Wexner Medical Center at Ohio State is named after Lex yep. Less Wexner. I always want to say Lex Wexner just because it yeah. falls off the tongue that way. But yeah, Less Wexner. So. Uh, yeah. You know, he mentioned that, uh, you know, Rob has a scholarship here at Upper that's given away every year. It's really cool. Uh, the Robbie Dobby do and Ricky Ticky Two scholarship. <laughs> uh, he mentioned his family's from Rhode Island. And I'll tell you what, I tried to do some genealogical digging on him and you can't I can't sort it out because there's so many Gagnons in Rhode oh, Island. Yeah. It's a very popular name. Well, there's Rhode probably Island. a
1: large influx of French settlers in there at some point.
0: Yeah. Um, I did, I mentioned, uh, it's population density and I, I looked it up and Rhode Island is the second most densely populated state other than New Jersey. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but when, but, but if you're there, you don't feel it. It's I, weird. I mean, it's uh, it's
1: busy, but I suppose it's like saying that, that Queens County in New York is the highest population density in New York. But if you think about it, it it's big, but not as big as the state. And Rhode Island is a pretty small oh, state. So small. It's <laughs>
0: smaller than counties in in yeah. Wyoming. Is it like so. eighty
1: one square miles? Is that is that stick in my head for some reason? I don't know.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know. Good good question. Uh, it's it's one thousand five hundred square miles. Oh, okay. All right. Square miles. Yep. All right. Might be eighty. So maybe miles eighty. Across. That's about eighty-one by eighty. By eighty-one by seventy, some right? Uh, I don't know.
1: Ish. That's going to balk on the map. I'm going to.
0: So. Yeah, I'll go back and edit that out if I was way off. But I think that <laughs> sounds like it makes sense to me. <laughs> uh, yeah, he lived in Marin County, uh, and uh, I've never been to San Francisco, but I did look it up, and it's like, yeah, that's the place to be. Yeah. He, oh, also, I should mention. I I did not know uh, that the words Heil Hitler would ever be mentioned on our podcast, <laughs> and that, the, it was mentioned. And yeah. uh, uh, a cool, interesting story that uh, about his grandma.
1: Yeah, here's your eggs. Here's your flour. Heil
0: Hitler. Yeah, <laughs> man crazy be that'd be rough
1: man yeah uh
0: yeah anyway and then he you know uh rob worked for gap and worked for victoria's secret ran the the website for gap and now he's at land's end and just a great guy full of life fun yeah interesting uh i was super pumped to get to interview him yeah he was that was fun that was a lot of fun sweet and he showed up with a a bottle of
1: champagne so he he, did he was ready to roll some
0: pink champagne and we had pink champagne on ice we did uh, We're we all just know, prisoners
1: yeah. here of our own device. Oh, boy. So... Uh... <laughs>
0: Yeah, anyway, so, hey, Brian and I appreciate you guys listening. This marks the end um, of season one of Real Stories. And Brian and I will be back in the fall. We're going to uh, collect some data, and we're going to do some stuff over the summer. Yep. And by August, late August or September, we'll start cranking out episodes again for you guys all to listen to. Uh, you know, we have a website, realstoriespodcast.com. You can go there and make suggestions if you have ideas about a show we should do. Yeah. We're open to Email suggestions. Us. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Or if,
1: if you have an interesting story and are are eager to come on, and you have something to do with
0: Wyandotte County,
1: give us a give, drop us a line. We, we'll we'll consider it. Absolutely,
0: yeah. Uh, we do apologize for those uh, the the rain sound, but maybe it you know calmed you down and <laughs> and made you made you feel at home with nature for a little while today. But we appreciate everybody listening, and we will be back with you in a, about a month and a half. We'll a see great, you then.
3: Have a great summer.